0: Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, and that ice is a jingling there in the glass cup. It's really loud. Oh, just, can everyone hear that? It's beautiful. So you're probably, like, looking at the title, and you're, like, all super nervous and whatever. Don't be nervous. This is a hypothetical. And now everyone stop listening immediately. Also, a potential possibility as well. Oh, now you're listening again. Oh wow. What what this is is uh, Katie and I are going back in time. Uh, I was thinking, I've been thinking about this for about a about a year now. Mainly due to our five-year anniversary podcast that we did on our five-year anniversary. <laughs> um, there's like very vague, like uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. There are like very vague moments where we're just like, yeah. When it was, you know, remember that time? Remember that
1: really time? Really
0: hard time. <laughs> do you remember that time? Uh, which is a very common, everyone in the world does this type thing. But uh, so what I, I want to do today is actually go back to 2016. Uh, so that's three years ago. Whoa, what? Is that right? That can't be right. Oh, yeah, we've been married six years. Okay, yeah. So the math, the math works out. The math works out. We have been married that long. Uh, did I say welcome to another edition that we want to talk about now? Uh, who cares? Who cares if I said that or not? Well, we're, uh, what Katie and I are going to talk about today is a little bit, you know, you might not want to listen if, if you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is mainly, this is, I don't even know why it's so hard to get into. Like, it's going to be very real
1: emotional i hate
0: when people say that though oh it's gonna be so real we're gonna be real for once but i think i'm finally comfortable talking about it i don't know if you're comfortable about it katie i just pitched the idea and you're like okay so here we are 30 minutes after me going hey we should talk about this thing uh katie and i we didn't almost get divorced we considered it right
1: so it was real in my mind i i thought you wanted to
0: well, no no no, like I I did want to. Like what I mean is in the sense of like it was literally a conversation that we had.
1: But And yes, then it was and Ch- then it was over.
0: <laughs> like it was bad though. Like it was end of July. It was July 24th time because it was Pioneer Day. Um I I flew back from Santa Monica where I had been for about two or three months at that point. Two months. It was literally two months. When I came back to Utah, we met up at Kevin Steed's house.
1: (laughs) Well, I want to preface this because I thought something was wrong even though I knew everything was fine. We were doing a long distance relationship for two months. We were talking all the time. Everything was great. But I'm just like, why is he visiting me? Like you have a lot of stuff going on in LA so i was confused i just like jet you just... blue had great deals
0: i couldn't pass up on the great jet blue deals
1: <laughs> I, was, I think it was legion
0: legion had great had great deals at the time the great deal there there's no way that i couldn't come and visit uh, at the, at the time anyways uh, so i fly out come back we i like here's what's great about it though it's like uh, a 9-11 type moment where i remember Everything so specifically that was going on. I don't even know like where I actually no. I don't even want to say that. I was about to say I don't even know where all this came from. I do know where a lot of it came from. It came from a lot of arrogance. Like I don't. I don't want to make me out to be like the enemy or the or the villain in this story. But if there's going to be a villain in the story, it's more likely to be me than somebody else, than you. There's only two people in the story. But I started to, I was moving pretty quick at the job that I was at and I knew that I was going to be super successful, really feeling myself, um, getting a lot of tension from everybody type thing. So I think I just got super, super cocky. How old was I? I was like 25, 26, 26, 25, 26. So whenever, so to all the 12 year olds listening out there, uh, listening out there, if your idol is a 25 year old, don't listen to them because they don't know what they're talking about. And honestly, I'm now almost 30. I still don't know what I'm talking about. If there's anything that I take away from the stories, we're constantly learning and growing. But so I come out to Utah and I, we just sit down. And when I you're go, really quiet. Got quiet real quick. And
1: I was like, "What's wrong?"
0: Yeah, was just like I have AIDS. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Katie, I just want to let you know I got HIV. I've had it for I've had it for 15 years, but I just thought I should tell you now. No, I guess come and I say, "Hey, I think I think we should get a divorce." And I had been thinking about it for like a week. Well, I take that back. I had been thinking about it for like a couple of weeks. Like this thought had never entered my mind until I was in Santa Monica and I really do think my ego was a huge, I thought I was like the shit is really what it was. I thought I was the greatest person in the world and for some reason I devalued our relationship and technically devalued you to the point where I was like, I'm much better than the situation that I'm in right now.
1: This is the first time I'm hearing your yeah, side of my this. my side of it. yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you what I thought the whole thing was in a second.
0: And so I say that first time I ever cried in front of you, just start crying, get super emotional. And we're just, I don't know. It felt like an eternity. We're probably only there for like 10 to 15 minutes, right?
1: I think it was like 30 minutes to an hour.
0: We were just talking.
1: But it was a lot of like quiet moments.
0: Yeah. And Katie was like, oh, let's go to counseling. I was like, uh, that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I leave well, well we spend the so night with each other <laughs> <this> is,
1: <laughs> so you told me that you wanted to get a divorce and I thought it was because I was too needy and too um, emotional <laughs> mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to talk you out of it because I didn't want to like be with somebody that didn't want to be with me and I like looked up stuff on my phone that day. I was like, "Well, if we get a divorce, what do I do after this?" Like, I literally thought we were gonna get a divorce. And I think that's like the hardest part of our relationship is just like working through that. And so, you said that you wanted to get a divorce. I was like, "Okay." And I was just like, "What do we do next?" Like, we don't have that much money. We like have all our stuff in storage. I was like, literally thinking of the exact steps. And um, after the entire conversation, you're just like, maybe we shouldn't. And I was like, what? We just talked about getting a divorce. And then you're just like, let's work it out. But we couldn't go to counseling together because we were in different states.
0: Wait, that really happened? Like afterwards, I said? Yeah. Oh, so after that conversation, like maybe not?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So I like I literally thought that. the entire time. Was I drunk? No, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I don't even remember that. The entire time, I literally thought we were going to get a divorce. And so. You're just and like, then
0: 30 minutes later.
1: And then you're like, let's work through this, but it was really hard to work through something like this when we're in different states, because you're going to go back that following Tuesday, I think. Yeah, or whatever. And then um, I was like, let's do counseling then if you want to work through this, because I don't know what... I I wasn't sure what was wrong with our relationship. Like, that brought you to that point of wanting to get divorced. I thought, like, of course, my mind went through, like, the entire gambit of, like... Is it somebody else? Like, are you not happy with me? Like, and and I, none of that was the case. I even asked you, like, are you seeing somebody else? You're like, no, it's just me. Like, I I like my life right now. And I didn't think you liked your life with me. And so. Um,
0: and how wrong I was.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And so we're like, well, we should go to counseling. But we couldn't because we were in different states. And like, to have a counselor, you need that person needs to be certified in both states and so um for the next month or two i just really distanced myself from you because i didn't know what you wanted or what i was doing wrong to make you come to that conclusion and um i saw a counselor and she told me we should get we should get divorced that was like her first conversation with me and i was like maybe I'm in the wrong. Like I wanted to be in the relationship still, but like you and my counselor said that we should get divorced, and I didn't know what else to do. I didn't have anyone at the time. I was living with a friend. Sorry, I was living with a friend who had three kids of her own. For of her own, excuse me. And uh, I didn't have any friends at the time. All I did was like work. And come home see my counselor who didn't help and then that was it like my life was pointless at that point
0: well this was so this would have been once again like july 24th ish time this is literally only two months away from me quitting my job quitting my job moving back it's so funny we talk about that uh, that story like fairly regularly like of, this this isn't the reason I moved back. This is not the reason I moved back. But our car registration, <laughs> <laughs> our car registration expired September uh, September of every year. So it, it I just remember thinking I'm like, all right, well I'm gonna have to drive back to Utah get the car registered again because like I wasn't 100 percent sure by that point. Like, do I really want to live in LA? Do I really want to? stay here and go through all of this and be really poor and I was like you want to know what if I'm gonna drive home because I have to get the car registered I'm just gonna go back I'm gonna quit my job come back and everything's and everything's ultimately gonna I'll make it work I'll make it work however however I I need to make it work
1: So you mean like make it work with your job or like with me or both? Life.
0: Just life in general. Like life's always going to be fine is is ultimately what my takeaway from that moment in time was in September, middle of September. Just go to my people. I just got hired on full time from being an intern. And I go, hey, so just kidding. Uh, You know how I'm going to be like a rock star at this job and probably be one of the best employees that you guys ever have?
1: Yeah, I'm out. So, like, at what point did you realize that you still wanted to stay with me and that your ego was no longer a thing?
0: I don't even, like, honestly, I don't know if I even thought, like, oh man, I really want to be with Katie. Like, I don't remember if I ever had, like, that type of thought. Thankfully, call it intuition, call it whatever you want. I just made the decision that I was going to come back. And make coin. it all work out, I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm not the hero in this once again, but like, I just had a reality check where I realized how stupid it all was, how stupid all of the thoughts that I was having at that time were. And, and I, I really th- did think I was like the greatest gift that God had ever given to the United States of America, because obviously England has Idris Elba, and we all know that he is way better than I am, but I I finally, uh, I don't know what it was, I I, I had this weird epiphany where I decided, you want to know what I want in my life? I want stability, I guess? I don't even know, like here's what's weird, in hindsight it's super easy to be like, oh yeah, this was a really great decision. But I, I I don't think it was any real smart decision of my own. It just happened. And it happened to be the most significant and positive thing to happen in my life. Because I look at so many people right now and, uh, and I'm quite frankly, I'm just like, man, what a terrible relationship so many people are in right now. Like you really have to, the pros and cons are really like, I'm not going to pretend like Katie's a perfect person. I'm not going to pretend like I am a perfect person, but when it comes to the relationship that I have currently, and I think about all the relationship that I've been in, all the relationships that I could have been in, all of the relationships that I see my friends having with people. And I go, man, I really dodged a bullet. Like, like dip it. Like I dodged a bullet by not dipping on you basically because dude people suck man like there are so many terrible people we all think we're like so amazing i know i'm not that great of a person either i'm not saying like i'm alex skinner's the best person that has ever walked on the earth but i'm a lot better than most people and not in like a I give to charity type of way or whatever. I mean, and the, the idea that I allow people to have their freedom. And the point where you're like, I was super needy. I think you were because that sounds really mean. I think you were, but like, it's no, you're no more needy than my mom is. If that makes sense.
1: But like it was long distance. No, 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 no. So. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. No, that. but that's my point. Like my mom and I are living long distance. My mom and I have a long distance relationship right now. Uh, not an Oedipal complex. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> what, what I mean by that is I have never been someone who, if we're not in person, I barely talk to anybody. To anyone. Especially on the phone. Especially like live chatting with people. I never do that. I, I hate... And it's something that I'm trying to get better at. And I go back and forth if it even really matters. But, but I am starting to realize as I get older and older that what, what is important to me are the social relationships that I have with people who I think are valuable. Because once again, most people in the world aren't that valuable to the world as a whole. Uh, the Honeybees are more valuable than most humans are as far as the thing that the earth really needs right now. Uh, wow, Alex, you, I never thought that you could be very open about your relationship with your wife and still make me hate you. Sorry. Sorry to all the people who are less than honeybees out there. Crap, I forget where I was going with this. Oh, so I just I just don't didn't like that type of stuff. And I think what I did was I attributed that to being some sort of weakness that you had. When in reality, it was just somebody who really, really cares about you and wants to be in your life.
1: So after that whole conversation, we only talked like once a week, if that.
0: And look, I came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: However, like I think the turning point in that was that you invited me. Like I, I didn't want to push anything onto you. Like I want to go see you. I wanted to talk to you all the time. Um, you invited me to like a forest wedding. And so we did like a weekend getaway in September before you came back, before you decided to come back. Um, we went to Tahoe and had like a really good time, and then I was like, if he's inviting me out to like visit him and like take me to this wedding and have a nice getaway, then why wouldn't he want to be with me? And like, there was never a discussion of like, yeah, like we're fine now, or like, yeah, like I want to be with you. Oh, well, skinners just,
0: like, never have conversations like that.
1: It was just like, oh yeah, I guess I'll come back, and I was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I guess that's a good sign. I just... What was
0: that like for you? What was it like being like? Because what it sounds like is I had all the power in the relationship. How, how what was that like for you?
1: It was hard. But I don't know. Like, I guess I just felt really like alone, like I was talking about earlier. Did ever piss you off? I guess like the entire time we went through that, I blame myself. And so like, I was never mad at you. I was just, like, mad at myself for, like, being too needy. But, like, I think it's, like, really helped us grow in, like, a positive way because I think I realized, like, I can't rely on this one person all the time to be, like, my, I don't know, like, the person that makes me happy, like, I should make myself happy. I should, like, be in charge of, like, how I feel. And, of course, like, I love being with you, but it just, like, kind of set things in perspective. And so, I didn't rely on you as much. And I think that really helped me grow. And, like, I still struggle with anxiety and depression, but it's, like, something I have to deal with. I can't, like, make you help me. So... I don't know. Like, how did it help you grow?
0: Well, I, I think, I, I don't know if it necessarily helped me grow in the moment, but like, as you start to see things, once again, when, when you put it into hindsight and looking at a lot of the things, just like, because I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, shit on anyone specifically. That's not my intention right now. So I'm not gonna say names specifically, but like I see relationships. I'm just like, oh my gosh, my life could be so much worse. And like I, I and I have thought about this like a long time ago and like every now, like, it, it sounds weird to say like, oh, I think about this a lot when it comes to like divorce or whatever it is. like, we have 24 hours a day to think. So like if you just think about something like once a day, I don't necessarily think that that means like, there's something wrong with you for thinking about that, like, specific thing. Anyways, sorry. All that to say, like, the, the biggest growing factor is like, man, we have such a perfect – that's not a perfect relationship. But you know what I mean? Like, both of us are clean – not clean freaks, but, like, we're neat freaks. I would say we're neat freaks. We like things being in their place. We like things whatever. Can you imagine if I, like I, – I, let's say, we, like, we got divorced. Then, like, you just – marry the first guy that you meet and then I marry like the first chick that I, that I meet. And it's just like, Oh wow, you're a disgusting person. You are so disgusting. Oh, you don't like any of the same things that I like, but it's just like, you have this one thing that, that I want. There are so many check boxes that are required in a relationship, mm-hmm. I think. And we only focus on like five of them. When in reality, there's like a thousand checks box items that you should probably be considering. Like, oh, well, look at this person. They got these five checks boxes, but then they have 955 other, or 995 other things that they effing suck at. That's probably the biggest thing that I learned is relationships just in, I've learned more about how to manage my relationships from this experience. Where the stakes are significantly less high than they are with like a marriage, for example, a marriage that we have. And so I'd say that is is the greatest growing experience that I've had from the entire thing is just like, you want to know what, like this, I don't want anyone to hear this and think like, oh, this was the reason, this was the reason that they probably got a divorce. But like, I'm thinking more of like friends that I have. If what is most important to you is physical attractiveness or like the way somebody fucks or whatever. I I don't know why those are the two things. I think I know why they're the two things actually because that is how attraction starts. And so you I see all these people in relationships where they're like super stoked on it, but I'm like how is that relationship going to survive beyond that?
1: Well, and that could have been us. I mean, like anybody, but I think that, like, we, well, we dated for a year, which is a long time in Mormon, or I guess Utah Mormon culture, um, and we had a lot of things testing our relationship before we got married, like, we did long distance when we were dating, that was a huge thing, but, um, yeah, I don't know, like...
0: I think that is probably the best thing that ever happened to us, though, because... Yes, and it I was did. the hardest, we almost broke hard. up. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, like, that we almost broke up, but, like... If uh, because and I've heard friends say this before about like like people that they're in relationships with, like, oh I don't If you don't miss those people and it's not hard to like be away from someone for a while, it's probably not a good relationship to be on be in, honestly. Because man, I I don't know how to do this without saying people's names. It's so hard. But I think it's so hard not to say people's names. (laughs) So this ever is for you, person. This is for
1: you. Stop being with that person. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since like, you've gotten back, though, like, our marriage has been way easier than it was before. I don't Absolutely. know what it was. Maybe we both grew.
0: We matured. We like, matured. Like, think about well, it. You got married <clears throat> at the age of 20. I was 23. Three. We got married. Our, we started dating on the premise of a religion, basically. And so you have to morph and grow from that as all of those dynamics change and rules that we've created for ourselves and the values that we have now. Like we've had to create our own value system over these last six years that that is significantly different from what we used to have.
1: And that was also like a reason that you said when you told me that you wanted to get a divorce, you're just like, why are we even married? Like we got married on these false pretenses because we thought we were going to you know, be like the perfect Mormon family. Like did we even get married for the right reasons? Are we even together for the right reasons? And and you also like as you mature you change. Like you your brain changes until you're like twenty five. And even at past that you change as a human being and all of your I ideas and thoughts and what you want your life to be. And so when you had said that I was like, maybe we are just not the same and Thankfully, we have changed together in the right direction, so we can stay together. Because I know that there are some people that change after they get married and they don't stay together. And well, I, think, I know
0: that there are people who change after they get married and they do stay together,
1: and, and they that's make sad man. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're happy still. I mean, I think that the huge they're not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're not, like, like, if I was going to be honest, like, I I honestly think, I I wonder every now and then, uh, this is so pretentious of me, the fact that I think people think about our relationship, I don't think anyone really cares about our relationship or ever really thinks about it, but for some reason, it's still a thought that floats in my head. I sometimes wonder how people view our relationship, because there's a lot of times where, like, you go to a place by yourself, I go somewhere by myself, and... I wonder what people, and like, with the intention of like, oh, we're going to visit family. Oh, we're going to do this thing where we're generally speaking, like the spouse would be present for this. And that's a big thing that's changed in our relationship. It's just like, Katie, do whatever the F you want. I'm going to do whatever the F I want. That's way more dramatic than we actually treat it, but it's a very, we allow ourselves to be autonomous. And to do the things that are most important to us, I guess you could say. And a lot of it, there's a lot of overlap in that still. Like if, if you're drawing a Venn diagram, it's almost like a perfect circle. But there are like these certain things where you'll be like, hey, let's go do this. I'm like, eh, ah, not interested. Not interested in that thing. Same, same with me. The, where I'll have things you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to go to that thing. Cool. And it's fine. And I have no problem with it. That, that was, I'm very happy that we're at that point. Because I think there was a time where... I cared a lot about like what the optics, like the optics to people like, well, where's Alex? Where's that? Al- oh, this thing, trouble in paradise or whatever. And now I'm just like, no, don't care. And that's been very healthy for our relationship overall where neither of us passed judgment on the other for not wanting to do what would traditionally be things that you're supposed to do as a married couple. Because man, I just, how many unhappy people are there out there that just like have to go visit their in-laws?
1: <laughs> I don't know if we're going go like to go to like specific. Oh
0: yeah, I really like doing this thing with you. Like I, I'm i not going to, once again, I'm not going to say this person's name out loud. Um, I hope you're listening though. I really <laughs> hope this person is listening. You do not like your in-laws at all, but because you're a, baby back bitch, you go and do all of this stuff. And the amount of time that you are wasting in your life doing those things. And then I know you're going to respond like, well, Alex, you're just playing Battlefront 2 on your PS4 or you're just playing 2K or you're just doing stupid stuff that really doesn't matter or whatever. I'm like, the difference between you and I, my friend, is the fact that I am trying to get um, the most enjoyment out of this life as possible where you're willing to suffer throughout this life just for appearances sake which you can have it if what you want is to continue to suffer just so people think that you have a great relationship fantastic you want to know what i know though my good friend who i hope is listening to this your relationship is a hundred percent manufactured bullshit (laughs) that you are just trying to make the best out of it that you can oh let me get you some fake titties oh let me get you this let me get you that um whatever you got to do to stay interested i guess
1: (laughs) can you go
0: anywhere with that katie (laughs) well i was gonna
1: say like just to add to that though like if there's something that I really care about that. I want you to be there. You will be there for me, but I wouldn't, I don't necessarily put you in positions that you don't want to be in. And like, I know you don't want to be in that aren't super important to me.
0: Well, and now I'm starting to like do little stupid things that I would normally wouldn't have gone to just to remind myself why I don't go to them.
1: I didn't know that's why you were doing them. No, like,
0: cause <laughs> no, because like it, it, there's a, there's a, Movie that my brothers and I love, and the Steeds Steed family also loves, called High Strung. And there's this phrase that the guy says, where he goes, "There's nothing to say to a turtle lady." So the premise of it is, you go to this circus where they have all of the freaks, right? And you have like the turtle lady. The turtle lady, come and talk to her. Like that's the big selling point, is what uh, Thane Furrows says on the movie. Come and talk to her, and his response is. There's nothing to say to a turtle lady. I'm sure you've heard me say that phrase quite a bit. That's how I feel about a lot of, not just in, in your in your family, in my family as well, and friends that we have. Like I understand there are people that I like that you would view as a turtle lady, that you would view as I have nothing to say to them. Just do, and, and you do this for me, the same courtesy of realizing... There are people like, most people are not that interesting. And and I include myself in that situation to a point, but I am much more interesting than a lot of people. If, If the start to any conversation is, how about this weather? That automatically is a person who is not interesting. If the first thing that somebody asks you, so what do you do for work? That is a person who is not interesting. Oh, have you seen the recent episode of Ozarks? If you can't talk about anything else besides Ozarks, probably not an... You know what makes me interesting? This movie that somebody else created. <laughs> this piece of art that somebody else created. Let's talk about that thing that was... And I know everyone's probably thinking, Alex, your entire podcast is made on the basis, starting out, of let's talk about Harry Potter. Let's talk about Iron Man. Let's talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I understand I've made mistakes and I've repented of them, but like, there are so many people that I have zero interest in talking to in both of our lives. That and the, and that's okay and that's fine. That's that's what life is. I know that there are people who don't who probably don't find me that interesting because all I want to talk about is climate change. All I want to talk about is abortion. All I want to talk about is race relations that we have here in this country i talk about all of these things that in air quotes are taboo but people don't want to talk about it like they just want, let's talk about your kids how are the kids doing how are your kids doing uh, they're probably just as shitty as all the other kids <laughs> in the world it's uh what, how, how how old are the kids now oh oh they just turned nine so they're still not doing anything very interesting cool glad glad we had this conversation about your kid who's still done nothing. <laughs> and then people are probably thinking like, I remember when I had those conversations with your mom. You still hadn't done anything either. And I still haven't done anything, honestly. I've I've accomplished literally nothing when you really think about it. And no one really, oh man, I have been ranting for about the last 5 minutes. <laughs> I've been ranting hard right now. Alex, I thought this was about divorce. How did it turn into something completely different? So bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back to like the divorce aspect of everything. I've been seeing a lot of people who are doing like these very public and anyone listening to this, you're not the only one who I have seen make like these public, like, Oh, we're getting a divorce. Like, Oh, you're probably wondering, like, we're going through a divorce. Um, you know, like, Oh my gosh, we're going through it. No one cares. Like, it's cool. Thank you for the announcement. Cause it is true. It's better than us having to have that conversation with you individually a thousand times right uh, with everyone who's like oh you guys aren't married anymore what happened um but if if the reality is you need attention from us and i'm not saying that's the reason that you're doing it i do want to have the best belief that the reason that you're bringing this up is so you don't have that have that conversation a thousand times if the real reason is like you need attention or whatever it is I'm more than happy to give it to you Katie and I have gone through more than I would say mo like and here's the thing too like we haven't had an extremely abusive relationship like we haven't made we haven't like we haven't made these huge things where like you'd be like Katie you you probably should have asked to leave that relationship those things haven't happened it was just like a it was literally like maybe we got married a little too early which yeah, is what that's you spoke literally
1: to. what like I was so confused when you told me you wanted a divorce because like nothing has happened in our marriage that was like super, I don't know, negative. And then when we were talking about it, it was like, oh, maybe we got married for the wrong reasons and we were too young and our lives are just going in different directions and we don't have the same interests as we used to. And that was like literally it. Nothing else happened except for the fact that we were just in different locations. And so long distance is really hard especially unmarried couples um and thankfully we didn't get divorced because it's been great since then and it's made me realize like how easy marriage is now because we figured out that stumbling block and I think that's the only thing in our marriage that has been really really difficult um and then like looking at other people too like you were saying it just makes me realize and appreciate how great of a marriage we have Thankfully, we treat each other with respect, and we love each other, and we let each other do whatever we want, with like being honest with each other and trusting each other. And um,
0: that hit so fast.
1: <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> and being I know honest, it, we're
0: being honest with each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's sad to see people get divorced, especially when they're like friends and family, oh, yeah, close then you to have us. To make,
0: then you have to make the choice of which one you hang out with. And then what <laughs> ends up happening is you hang out with neither of them. But think about <laughs> all of our friends.
1: once, think yes. of,
0: Once, what are you talking about? I feel like it happens regularly. Unless it's family, where it's just like, if someone gets divorced, like, all right, cool, well, I guess we can't hang out with either of you guys anymore. Uh, awesome. Because I'm yeah. not going to pick a side. And I know that most divorced people are like, well, don't don't treat us like that. Just based on the way that you two are treating each other post-divorce, I think I'm going to treat you the exact same way you're both treating each other.
1: And if you guys don't
0: want to be friends, why do I want to be friends with you?
1: (laughs) I think that like people don't realize how different marriage is than just dating. And people are different when you live with them 24-7.
0: Well, here's what's weird. And so
1: thankfully ours wasn't too drastic of a change. Like going from dating to marriage. What? Like.
0: Because like we lived in the same area?
1: Well, that and, like, you're a really clean person. I think that's, like, a huge deal. Oh, or, like, gotcha. Like, so, like, I guess, when we
0: did start living with each other, yeah. there wasn't, like, oh, my gosh, you... Are a slob you just, or... You, for, why Why do you... Why do you poop in the bathtub?
1: <laughs> or, like, I guess there was also... That was really hard, but that was not necessarily our marriage that caused it. It was, like, realizing that I had depression, like, really, really bad when we first moved to Utah And so that was really hard to get used to. But it was also just like me trying to get used to it as well. It's like we're living together. I have no friends or family close by. And you have to like be there to comfort me because nobody else is there. And so I think that was a huge change. But then there are those people that like get married and then they end up having totally different personalities. Or they're bipolar. So their personalities are like all over the place. And they don't know how to deal with that. And so they do end up getting divorced. Or they don't they're not as affectionate as they thought they were when they're dating. And so that's difficult, but thankfully. Do you
0: like that? I kind of just let you do your thing.
1: Yeah. But like, like, I don't feel like I really have anything to do right now besides work and school. (laughs) Like I have some friends outside of work and school, but. I don't really do much of like, hey, let's just go hang out. Like, I guess... We have
0: people over for dinner, like, all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, me by myself. Oh, like, gotcha. going and doing my own thing. I think that I'm also a person that just really likes to hang out with my husband. And so... Like, I'm Lane. also... I'm a homebody. And so I just like to hang out with you.
0: I'm a homebody. I love just staying at home. Yeah. Man. I love it.
1: And so it's been nice to just spend time with each other and hang out at home and watch shows and cook food and <laughs> eat and- I think like the only thing that like is different about us, not the only thing, but like one of the big things is like, I like being outside, like outdoors, like going and hiking and going to the pool and doing all these outdoorsy I like things. I you do that. Yeah. And you do. But I guess that's like one nice thing though, is I can just go do my own thing there and we can have like alone time and then we'll miss each other and then come back and then everything's great. I think people need to like realize and accept the fact that like you need alone time to have a healthy relationship. And so that's not always easy to I don't know, understand. Do you
0: hear that noise? Yeah, I have no idea what, what is it is.
1: What is noise? I'm nervous it's something that's dripping.
0: <laughs> right? Doesn't it sound like that?
1: Yeah. Apparently so there's a leak upstairs.
0: Oh, that'll piss me off.
1: It and our house is going to flood.
0: It sounds too mechanical, though. Like the, it does sound like dripping, but it sounds like a. And then the house went not in... This is this is punishment for your last podcast, Alex. <laughs>
1: so, this is why we don't have um, clocks in the house like that, like ticking clocks. This is
0: why we don't have nice things.
1: <laughs> we just bought a new TV. Better not be a flood. <laughs>
0: oh, I'd be pissed, man. We have terrible renter's insurance. Don't tell our apartment complex. Uh, and th- this is gonna. I hope this isn't how it comes across. What's really interesting to me is looking back on your uh, your counselor telling us to get to or telling you that you should divorce me. And so all of that to say, yes, go get counseling, everybody. But counselors are just as stupid as all of us are. I, I, I really I, hated her i'm like, not saying i'm not saying that there are good counsel aren't good counselors out there but you have to remember the only difference between you and your counselor is that they decided to go and get a psych degree <laughs> like they're not we venerate these people who probably also have bipolar disorder depression and all these things and we're taking advice from them and then you're probably thinking like well alex yeah we're listening to you right now all, all 12 of us and you, you both have admitted to like psychological problems that you guys have. Um, at least like we're very honest about it though. Whereas like counselors like pretend to be the authority on everything. And once again, I'm not saying like don't go to counseling or whatever, but you should, you should just know is kind of what I would take away from this entire experience. Like feel it out. Things are going to be fine and work out. Um, and honestly, there are some people who shouldn't be married Ever. And that's, in their I entire think that life and that's fine and divorce don't do is it. okay like, you don't have to get married like i i i will like you more you want to know what i would prefer i would prefer to have you my sweet sweet guy instead of you getting married to someone that i hate and then i was like all right great well i don't get to hang out, hang out with you <laughs> ever again which most of the people who have been married that i know is like kind of how i feel about it like, why but did like- you why did you have to choose that person
1: but, like, divorce is okay, and I understand that yes, you don't... Yes, I want people to get yeah. more divorces. But I'm just really, really, really glad that we didn't, because I feel like our life has been oh, better. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah, we like, we... Life. And it makes me really, really <laughs> nervous to have kids, because we have such a great relationship, like, where we're really loving yeah. and honest and caring for one another. And then, like, I feel like kids just throw a wrench in things, so and I it's, like... I convinced
0: you not to have kids. Great. <laughs> that's what this podcast is really about.
1: No, but you know what I mean? Like, it just changes a relationship or changes people what are you even? talking
0: about we can post the kids on the instagram
1: i don't care about likes i just care about our relationship oh, being perfect
0: about? like we can post us and the babies all cute together like but, oh doesn't it but look the thing like is, Alex? like
1: that oh, look at look at his little <laughs> look at his
0: long little hair that's grown oh my he's he's two years old and he already has a beard oh <laughs> so
1: cute but that doesn't matter to me. Like I mean, we can post yes, as many pictures, Wait, what no. no, do you no. Mean like I would it. rather it have a he- happy, healthy relationship and not get a ton of likes or whatever. I wish people had to be honest about their relationships. Post that on on Instagram and Facebook because, they, because That's not what matters. Like I see what matters stuff all the time, you. time I'm like you guys
0: probably hate each other. And that's why all I see are pictures of your kid all the time. And It's just like, "Oh, well that's all I have now." That's well, all then- that's left for me for the rest of this life. <laughs>
1: Well and that's like why on our anniversary I just posted a picture of us cuddling like in our pajamas, you know? Like that's our like relationship. Our that's day. like <laughs> that's what our relationship our is. It's not it's not us in fancy clothes every day and out eating dinner. It's like us just spending time together on the couch. And yeah, it's it's been great. I don't know, I don't feel like I have to like pretend on social media even though like people usually pretend to get the likes. And I'm like, I don't even care about the likes, I just care about us being happy. And How long did it take to apply all that? <laughs> the makeup? That's not what I said. I just said a phrase. <laughs> but
0: if like you think that it sounds like putting makeup on.
1: I've gotten so lazy Dude, with makeup. Like, no joke.
0: like this is what I'm so scared of. Like, I have so many friends. So many friends that I'm just like. Do you do you not see? And I don't get me wrong. I also hear my friends like echoing back like Well, we don't think Katie's that great. And here is my retort to that. Katie does more for your physical sustenance than your so-called girlfriend will ever do for you. She's made you cookies. She has made you pumpkin rolls. She has made you many, many meals. If all that is important to you are the physical attributes of a person, you are in for a bumpy ride, my friend. And I just just makes me nervous man the things that people like now are so stupid oh my god like and and this is how i know this is this was the reason that the entire divorce proceeding started it was me getting like this big inflamed ego living in la where everybody including all the dudes are beautiful like people and just thinking like I think I could do this. I think I could, like, I could pull this out because physical beauty. Like, and I'm not saying that Katie is not physically beautiful. That's not. That's <laughs> not. That's not like what my intention is here. Um, what it is is, is just we we l- weight things improperly, and it goes back to my checklist. You have these five things on your checklist that are super important to you, yet you're missing the other 995 things.
1: But you were telling me that there are, like, a lot of people in L.A. that are, like, in severe debt. And, I mean, yeah, they're beautiful, and they have great lives, in
0: quotes. I have $70,000 in credit card debt. That's a thing?
1: And thankfully— I didn't even know credit card debt was
0: a thing because I've had none my entire life because it's not that hard. Sorry.
1: No. It goes into, like, what I was going to say, though, and thankfully we haven't had any, like, issues with financial debt— or financial needs. We have issues all. with
0: financial stuff, but
1: I mean, we haven't had t- debt. We've never had debt. At the time, we didn't think it was that bad.
0: That's very true. Well, because yeah. like hindsight, one thing like where we're at right now, I'm like, I can't ever imagine living like that again. <laughs> I'm stealing this
1: voice from Jim Gaffigan.
0: That rhyme, by the way, again, Gaffigan. That's great. I should be a songwriter.
1: But I think that like we just try to do things in a way that like make sure that we don't get into any i don't know relationship issues like we don't want to have any financial issues we don't we talk things out or we like share with each other like how we're feeling as opposed to just like just making amazed. things build up and then getting in a huge fight
0: i'm just amazed how rarely we have to have those conversations anymore i feel like we just like naturally go into whatever 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 the <laughs> next like, step, like, whatever the next phase of our relationship is, if that makes sense. Because Yeah. our relationship changes monthly, if you really think about it. Like, things are never, it's never like, oh, yep, just business as usual uh, for the last six, whatever. Like, there's always something, some sort of hiccup that comes in always, which is natural.
1: But it never, like, causes any No, 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 no I'm not so, saying yeah. that at all. But, 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 but like, like, we just, yeah, we go into the next phase. We're yeah. just like, oh, it's fine. We'll just brush it off and go... On our merry way. Mary
0: had a little lamb, a little lamb, a little lamb. Eddie better singing. Mary had a little lamb. Um, but yeah, I don't really know if I have a ton else to say. Like, I don't without like it just being coming across as like super admonishing of people.
1: My like, gosh, I man. think we're just the kind of people that just go with the flow. We're not very argumentative or with each other. Yeah.
0: Because I'm very argumentative with a lot of people. I mean,
1: with each other. You know, we just try to make things easy. Not make things easy, but it's just easy for us now. Now it is. I mean, that almost divorce is really, really hard on me. I don't know if it was hard on you at all.
0: Hey, I cried. Do you not remember? I cried. (laughs) How many times have you seen me cry cry since then?
1: But, I mean, like...
0: And George Michael has died since then. (laughs) And I haven't cried since then. So just think about it.
1: But you were in a different state of mind than I was. And I didn't know.
0: And
1: on that note. Wait, say
0: that again? (laughs) Sorry. That was so douchey.
1: No, I love you. It was cute. Um, That's not what you... Oh, I was like, that's not what you said. (laughs) I didn't know what state of mind you were in, like what you were thinking about everything. So like I was on the verge of like being okay or not being okay, but like you could call me at any moment of like from those from July to September or October because you moved back in October with you being like, yeah, I actually just want to go through with this. So it was like two months of just absolute hell for me.
0: What are you talking about? You said when we went to Tahoe, you had a great time. That was like the first week of uh, September.
1: It was. I guess it was.
0: Forrest, if you're listening to this, uh, reach out to we it. We to talk about it now it wasn't and let the first us know when your anniversary decision. was.
1: But even like going to that trip, I was like, well, he could just end it now. Like, take me out to just tell me in person, you know?
0: Take me out to the shed. Just put a <laughs> bullet in my head. You <laughs> make it sound like
1: pizza. I'm not Malette. a butcher. I'm not a butcher. <laughs> But since then, I think that I still think about that time, and I still worry. So, like, anytime I have like my really, really like deep spirals of like anxiety, depression, I think like, oh my gosh, he's gonna come home and tell me he wants to actually fall through with this, even though everything's absolutely perfect. But like, it's just like a memory that I go back to where I'm just like, it could, it could be that again. It could go back. Damn,
0: it gave you PTSD.
1: I guess divorce PTSD, but it's only like when I'm the like PTSD. <laughs> when I'm being like, or when I'm having a really really hard time with reality. But I mean, ever since then it hasn't ever come to that. So I know it's not gonna happen anytime soon because everything's great.
0: But well, actually, I have, I have an announcement to make.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! It's never gonna. It's never gonna. Happen. Okay, so a little twist, a little Shyamalan twist for everybody right now. Oh gosh, not really. No, I like. I go back to like. And I wouldn't want, I never want to be single ever again in my life. That is the most miserable time ever because I witness it with my friends who are dating. Oh my gosh! Oh, they brag about stuff, but then like you immediately realize it's because. It's to compensate for how crappy everything else is in their life. I have this one thing that's going really great for me. But nothing else. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I kinda know you were praying about this. What's going on? Oh gosh. In the next time <laughs> and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen.
1: I love you. Mm. And
0: the next time that we have something (laughs) we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh man. People have such terrible relationships.
1: But the thing is, like, I think looking at other people—well, it's actually scientifically proven that when you look at other people's relationship, you're happier with your own. And looking at everyone around us, I'm just like, I think we have like... There are some relationships that are like, perfect that's not bad. perfect relationship.
0: But like, but that's what's interesting to me because thinking about the people who are looking at our relationships and like, so they think our relationship is bad and I think their relationship is bad. Someone has to be right. Like someone is right in that scenario. Someone's relationship is worse than the other one. And... But I also understand that our relationship isn't perfect. Like I'll, I would never say our relationship's perfect or whatever. But like, like well, what I like here. This it? is what the I like no, like. no, no, no. This is what I mean. Like, what's wrong? Like, maybe we have a fight, or maybe we have like some disagreement, or maybe someone's disappointed. If our relationship was perfect, you would never cry ever. You would never ever cry.
1: But it's not necessarily you. It's just no, me. No, but like- no,
0: that's still my. But my. Uh, that's. I'm not looking to assess blame here. What I'm just. What I'm saying is. Oh, crap. What I'm saying is it's like, it's not perfect. Our relationship isn't perfect. But I think that the actual key to our relationship is the autonomy that we provide to each other.
1: But the thing is, like, I feel like maybe just if I were not struggling with like depression like you'd still cry well no no no, this is the thing like when i have those like huge like breakdowns it's just because i'm overthinking everything and i am i like assume the absolute worst
0: you'd still cry even if you didn't have depression (laughs) (laughs) i feel like because like the reason i know is because i'm pretty sure i'm depressed i'm pretty sure i have anxiety and i never cry (laughs)
1: you're a guy it's different
0: but still so men and women are different welcome to another edition of we want to talk about it now moving into the conversation are men and women different
1: oh yeah i mean the thing that sucks too is like women always have these like hormones that change in their body and make them more emotional or more angry like pms that's a thing you know
0: premarital syndrome
1: um, premenstrual syndrome. Oh, was so close.
0: No, but, but ultimately what I come down to is I think the biggest thing in our relationship that makes me go, no matter what crappy things you could find in my relationship that are objectively true or objectively bad, the fact that I have the ability to just go and do something that I want to do whenever I want is the greatest gift that you can ever give anybody in a really the freedom to choose is an amazing gift to somebody and i know what you're all thinking well you always have the freedom to choose N- no you don't there are some people who'd be like all right i'm gonna withhold sex from you i'm gonna withhold sex like there's a reason that these are in the zeitgeist that people talk about these things because it happens people go like oh i'm gonna withhold sex from you because you didn't want to go visit my family and i'm just like You're a terrible person.
1: Well, the thing is, like, I also think that the fact that we like to spend time with each other, we enjoy each other's company, we can talk to each other about different things as opposed to just like, hey, let's just go out and look cute, um, makes a huge difference. And that we have, like, similar love languages. Like, just thinking about the people (coughs) that have gotten divorced because of those things makes me realize, like, we do it right or we just are compatible with one another. Like, for example, we have a friend that cheated on his spouse and they got divorced. It's like, yeah, we don't do that. Or another friend that they just didn't have anything in common anymore. And we have things in common. And we like each other. And we like to We're spend humans. time with each other. We got blood. Damn right.
0: We got eyes. You know, we got a lot of arms. I don't know. Both got two arms. So Alex, you're saying that you don't want to date someone with one arm? No, I would love to date someone with one arm. They could be in the next installment of The Fugitive, and we (laughs) would be millionaires.
1: The one-armed man.
0: I'd have to be gay though. And on that note,
1: (laughs) you (laughs) ended it like twice already.
0: Next time that we have something (laughs) that we want to talk about, (laughs) we hope you (laughs) listen. I'm actually stopping it. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, SoundCloud, and anywhere podcasts are stored. Literally anywhere. Feel free to email your comments to us at wewantotalkaboutitnow at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media platforms. Even better, leave us a written review on iTunes. We love you and always will. Remember, don't be a dick and let's keep being better.